0: just sitting there at the keyboard as everybody was testifying and, and just had to weep a little bit because I got to thinking about just like Granny t- giving her testimony. First time Granny's got to be back since God give her a miracle. The doctors told us it was a miracle, didn't they, James? We stood down there in the hospital in Birmingham, and they said it's a miracle she's alive. Amen. And wasn't that wasn't the first time. God done performed a miracle on her. And she done lived one time when she was supposed to be dead, the devil trying to take her out, but God seemed fit. I got to looking around the church at all the miracles sitting in here. Amen. Sister Becky sitting in here. Miss Shirley, Amen. All the miracles that God's done. Hey, they thought I was eaten up with cancer, amen. And they thought amen. We thought for the longest that I wasn't gonna make it, brother. Everybody in the church got together, and they started praying. They got to come in. They'd sign a notebook. They'd come in the morning. They'd come in the evening. Listen, folks, God answers prayer. God answers prayer. Turn with me to 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. We're going to preach what God's laid on our heart this morning. Hey, Amen. i will tell you, I love this scripture. I love the scripture Brother Abram just quoted, just read, because I'm going to tell you something, folks. Amen, if, if we will live for the Lord, if we'll do what Second Chronicles chapter 7:14 says, amen. and then God will absolutely prosper us like you've never been prospered before. Second Chronicles 7:14 7:14. We're, we're going to be brief this morning, amen, because I'm telling you, I feel like God's wanting to do a work here today. Amen. 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 I feel like there's some folks that needs to get things right with God today. As I said, and you know, this, this scripture here, just about everybody could probably just about quote this scripture if you've been in church much. But as I sat and studied this this morning, God speaking to me over and over. I just had to repent myself, Brother Rayburn. I thought, Lord, I'm fixed to get up and try to preach this, near here I am and having to repent myself. Amen. Everybody stand for the reading of God's Word. Just pay respect to God's Word. 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14 says, If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and will heal their land. Thank you, dear Heavenly Father. I praise your wonderful name, dear Lord Jesus. Thank you, God, for the beautiful testimonies, the beautiful songs sang. Lord Jesus, dear God, I, I, I just pray, Lord, take this scripture, Lord. Use me for your honor and glory this morning. It just tempted me out, Lord, and fill me up with the Holy Ghost, I pray. I love you. I thank you. I praise you. Save those that's lost. Touch those that's strong, cold, and indifferent, dear Lord. Mend the broken hearts. In Jesus' precious, holy, loving name I pray. Amen and amen. You may saved. it. 2 Chronicles 7, 14, if my people, if my people, you can be seated, I'm sorry. If my people, God's people, Exodus 19, 5 says we're a peculiar treasure. God's people is a peculiar treasure. What's a treasure? A treasure is something we all love to find. When I was a kid, I used to dig for treasure out in my yard. Daddy would whoop me sometimes. I'd be out there digging, have his shovel digging holes, looking for treasure because I'd seen it on TV as a little kid. Buried treasure, you know. I'd see that rainbow, and I'd think, man, I wish I'd get to the end of that thing so I would get some of that treasure. But Exodus 19.5 says, we are a peculiar treasure. If you're a child of God, you are a peculiar treasure. Deuteronomy 14.2 says, we was chosen by Jehovah. Amen. Amen. Ryan was talking a little bit earlier about our names being written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Well, see, I believe different than a lot of folks. And you may not believe this way, but that's okay. I do. I believe when we were born, everybody's name was in the book of life. You can look it up. You can look and see and and see what you think. But I believe everybody that's ever been born in this world was born to go to heaven. Everybody. Jesus died for every single individual that's ever been born. He didn't just die for a few chosen few. He died for everyone. So, when you were born, your name was in the book of life. The only unforgivable sin, amen, is unbelief. When you take your last breath and you've never trusted and believed in Jesus, that you've never trusted, you've never been washed in the blood, then you die lost and you go to hell. But I'm going to tell you something. When you're here and you get in this altar or you're going down the road wherever you're at, when you cry out to the Lord and you ask Jesus to come into your heart and laugh, when you ask him to come into your heart and life, then God writes your name down in the Lamb's book of life. Not the book of, the Lamb's book of life. Amen. I don't know about y'all, y'all may not believe that way, but about 2 o'clock one morning, 1 or 2 o'clock, I was sitting there praying and, and talking to the Lord and reading, and God brought that across my heart and mind. And I thought, Lord, I've never thought of it like that. I don't know anybody else, amen, but I will to tell you something, folks. When you get saved, I believe you go down in the Lamb's book of life, amen. But I'm so glad if my people, are you his people this morning? Have you truly been washed in the blood of Jesus? Have you, are you truly a peculiar treasure? Are you truly chosen by Jehovah? Which are called by my name shall what? Humble. What's it mean to be humble? How humble are you? Psalms 34, 18 says, The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. What does he say, do? He says, Come as an humble child. How humble is these children? My grandbabies, they just tickle me to death. They get so humble. But God says, We've got to get that humble. How humble are you this morning, amen? You know, I see some Christian folk, or say they're Christians, amen, I wonder how humble they really are. But he says you must humble yourself. Listen, even you must humble yourself, amen, It's a child to be saved, but you must humble yourself when you cry out to God, amen? You must come with a contrite spirit, amen, and an humble heart, amen. The Bible also says Psalms fifty-one, seventeen: The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. Amen. Amen. We must humble ourselves. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray. The greatest tool we've ever been given, church. The greatest gift that you and I have. Is to cry, be able to just sit down and cry out to God. Or to look up and cry out to God. Look down, to be anywhere and to be able to cry out to God. Amen. And know that God is hearing. You heard Granny's testimony when the peace left her. How it felt. Do you remember when you were lost? Do you remember when you first realized that you were lost and that if you died you was going to hell? You remember how that felt? Ooh, it was so awful. I had a fear in my heart. It just scared me to death. 11-year-old and laid there all night long in fear. Prayed I was going to die lost and go to hell. When I give this invitation a little bit, God's speaking the heart to right now. The Holy Ghost of God's been in his place ever since we come in here. And the Holy Ghost of God is dealing with you like you've never been dealt with before. Amen. But he said, we need to pray. I could preach on this all day long. Amen. The disciples come. Jesus said, Tell us how to pray. I heard Ryan, the last thing they done yesterday, has a team together. He said, Okay, kids, I love you. He might not even know that he was listening. He said, He told him five times, I love you. And he said, Let's pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, how be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be. And I thought, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that my son loves these kids enough that the last thing he does is instill Jesus in them once again. Amen. Amen. We love the ball. We love to watch them play. We love to get out there and scream and holler. We love to win. But you know what? More than anything to instill Jesus in those babies. Amen. Teach us how to pray. Oh, Lord, I could preach and preach and preach. I've got so much wrote down on all this, on pray. Do we truly know how to pray, church? Come on, come on, come on. Do we truly know how to pray? You know, I never will forget. Every church I've pastored, we've had all-night prayers. I went to a church. The first church I ever took full-time was Antioch and 5. And I told the deacons, there seven deacons. I said, listen, we're going to have an all-night prayer. The church wasn't doing real I mean, there's a lot of arguing going on in church when I first took it. And I said, we need to have an all-night prayer. God moved on and said, y'all got to have an all-night prayer. I told him, I said, we're going to have an all-night prayer. And they said, what? What are you talking about? All-night. I said, y'all never. he said, what is all-night prayer? One of them looked at me. He said, I pray about two or three minutes. And he said, I'm through. He said, you mean pray all night? My wife will take you. And the one of them, the other looked in and he said, well, he said, I guess we can try it. He said, it can't hurt nothing. <laughs> Amen. I said, all right, so we got the schedule down. We decided when we was going to have that all night prayer. One of the last times I remember that one deacon, you know what he was doing? He was staggering around the aisles. He got so drunk on the Spirit of God. He told me, he drew me over the side. He said, I'm going to tell you something. He said, I didn't know how real this stuff was. He said, I can't believe how good the Holy Spirit of God is. He said, this all-night prayer stuff is real good. Amen. Amen. How many times have we had all-night prayer here at New Life Ministries and see the miracles of God? Amen. Right. You say, Preacher, how do you pray all night? I don't know, but I still got one picture on my phone being knelt down right here of all-night prayer, and my baby girl, Kelby, a little hand on me, and there's a cloud around us. There's a cloud around us in the picture. I've got it on my phone. That was the Holy Ghost of God. My baby with her hand on my back praying. Amen. Teach us how to pray, Lord. We need to learn how to pray. We need to learn how to use the gifts God has given us, church. We use him as a spare tire. You know we got four tires on the car. And we got a spare in the trunk. Christians, we need to get the sparrow out of the trunk, amen, more than we do. Amen. We need to quit using him as a spare and start using the tires that's on the car and start talking to him every day. When you open your eyes in the morning, you ought to say, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for another day. But we're in such a hurry. We're in such a rat race. The first thing we do is jump up, throw our clothes on, and head out the door. Because we're late going everywhere we go and everything we do. But we heard to wake up and say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The older I get, Brother Rayburn, the more it goes on with my old body. and the, Amen. The more feeble I get, the more I realize every minute, every day, every time I open these eyes and I have another day with Jesus. Amen. Another day with my family. What an honor and privilege it is. Do you know how to pray? What's Matthew 7, 7 say? Asking you shall receive. Seeking you shall find. Knock. Knock. I've told you so many times. I was like granny. I didn't have no peace when they said you got cancer. But within two days, Jesus said peace. He's just like he stepped out on the stern that ship, Stepped out on that ship and said peace for my child. Peace. Well, when that peace come over me, oh, it's just like being saved again. Just like being saved all over. There was a peace there, amen, that I cannot explain. A peace that passes all understanding. If my people just humble themselves, humble themselves, humble themselves. See, a lot of times we try to pray, but we don't want to be humble about it. We want to pray the way we want to pray. We want God to do what we want Him to do, not what He needs to do in our lives. God knows more. You know what? The battles, the arguments I've won with God have all been a fluke. Every time I've argued with God and I won, I was a loser. But every time i argued with God and He won, oh, how I won. Every time God won the argument with me, I was always a winner, brother. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, church, if you'll let God win the argument, you will be a winner and you will prosper the rest of your life. Amen. Think about that. Let that sink in. Too many times we want what we want. We want to do what we want to do. Amen. Me, 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 I, I, I. Just like a man that built all the barns. Amen. But we must pray. And I've got a lot more on this but I ain't got time to preach. Amen. Pray without ceasing, it says in 1 Thessalonians five, 17. 1 Chronicles 16, 11, Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. Yep. Amen. Yep. Have y'all ever realized on the ask, seek, and not? It spells ask. Ask, A-S-K. Ask, seek, not, A-S-K. It spells out ask. God's telling you, just ask me, church. Just ask me. Just try me. And see if I won't pour my blessings out Amen. on you. Amen. Amen. We must pray wholeheartedly. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, And ye shall seek me and find me. When ye shall search for me with what? Your whole heart. Yeah. With your whole heart. Hey, oh, <laughs> I wish y'all could be what I do, right? Now. Oh, Whoa. Hallelujah. hallelujah. Ain't nothing like the Holy Ghost of God. There ain't nothing like the presence of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Oh, church. That's why Paul said for me to live is Christ. Yeah. But to die is what, game? Yeah. Can you imagine that? <laughs> I can't imagine it getting no better than it is right now. But it's going to. It's going to, church. One of these days, we're going to stand before the Lord. Amen. I heard Dr. Je- David Jeremiah preaching on heaven this week. i like to left that car. I thought i need to roll down my window just hang out. Amen. I'm dandy. It just blessed me so much. I just to shout all over the place. Talking about how awesome our heaven that we're going to one day is going to be. Amen. Praise Amen. the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hey man, I got to get with this. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and what and seek my face, I tell you, I can't. I can't go there yet. I've got to stick with prayer just a little bit more. Okay, I've got to go back to prayer just for a minute because we got to pray wholeheartedly. Okay. Not only do we pray hard, we've got to pray with faith to believe in church. I've got a feeling we've got folks in here that don't believe your prayers. How many times have you gotten this altar right here? and This may be all we get to preached today, I don't know. How many times have you gotten this altar and you talked to Jesus, and you, in Jesus' name, amen? And you got up, and when you got up, you picked right back up what you just laid down picked it right back up, and you walked out them doors with that same burden you had when you went to that altar. Amen. Amen. I've, done, I've been guilty. Been guilty of it. How many times have you got down and you prayed? Or how many times when this sister came nice Sunday and we anointed her with oil and we prayed for God to heal her? I wonder how many sat in the congregation thinking, that's not ever going to happen. That's not ever gonna happen. You know what? I'm your pastor, and I didn't have no doubt, but I wanna tell you something. I was saying in my heart, and mind, Lord, please heal Becky. I was I wouldn't only pray with my mouth out loud. I was praying in my mind and my heart, Brother Raber saying, Lord, please touch her. And when I got right here and I turned around and I looked and she stood up. I walked back over and she looked at me and she said, I've never stood on my own. I feel my legs. She come in here Wednesday. She said, "I walked down the hall." <laughs> amen. Walk down the. God is so awesome, but you got to pray with faith, believing that God is hearing your prayers and He's going to answer them. Amen. Why do we not believe what we pray, church? Why, amen? Now let's go to seek. <laughs> Had to get that in there. Praise the Lord. And pray and seek my face. Seek. Are you seeking Jesus? Do you get up every day seeking the Lord? Do you know the Bible says we ought to meditate daily? We ought to meditate. Amen. Psalms 105.4 says, Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face evermore. Isaiah 55.6 says, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he may be near. How important is timing? I wonder how many blessings you've missed in your life because the time was right and you didn't act. Listen to me. This may be the most important thing you hear out of this message today. Timing means everything. If you're sitting in here and the Holy Ghost of God's not dealing with your heart, then it's not time for you. But if you're sitting in here right now and the Holy Ghost of God is saying, Listen to what Brother Jeff's saying. He's telling you the truth. Listen to what my spirit's speaking to you. He's telling you the truth. You better listen. Timing means everything. You could walk out these doors lost. You could walk out these doors backslid on God, and it could be your last time. You say, preacher, what you talking about? I've told you too many times. I even said it last Sunday. We've had two ladies to come here that didn't ever make it back the next Sunday that got saved right here in this altar. One of them. Amen. She was fixed to close the service, and here she come. Sixty-something-year-old, uh, one of our member's sisters. As far as I know, had she been once or twice maybe? Or was that the first time? I don't remember, but I know this. It was the last time. Just three or four days later, they found her dead in her bed. She got saved, though. There's another lady came that run the fruit stand. Hey, Amen. She come. She got right. Hey, Amen. just cried out to God, had the most beautiful testimony. The next Sunday, we were having a dinner or something here at the church. Right, Sheila? And we wondered what happened to her. She was coming and bringing a bunch of food. They found her dead that morning, I believe. You don't know, church. You say, preacher, you try trying to scare me. No, I'm trying to tell you that timing means everything. Timing means everything. God's time, not your time, God's time. When I give this invitation here in a little bit, if God's speaking, you better come. There's so many people in hell right now because of pride. So many people right now that's lifting up their eyes in torment saying, Oh, Father Abraham, please, 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 go warn my brothers, warn my sisters, warn my babies, warn my wife, warn my husband. Just warn them, tell them, please don't come to this awful place. Amen. Are you seeking the face of Jesus, church? Amen. We're going to close. If my people which are called my name shall humble themselves and pray. And seek my face. You know he's talking to you, Christians. My people. If you're saved, you're his people. You're his child. And turn from their wicked ways. Turn from their wicked ways. Did you know your wicked ways could be... To him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, it's sin. Listen to me. To him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, it's sin. What do you mean, preacher? Well, Granny invited them to church. They're here. Amen. We prayed for her last week because Granny invited them to church. She knew she needed to invite them to church. She'd done what God laid on her heart to do. And because of that, they're here. When God speaks to your heart and tells you to do something, you better do it. Amen. Church, it's time we wake up. Yeah. I've told you so many times, our work is outside these walls. Our work is out there through the week, inviting people to come, going to homes and saying, hey, i got to tell you about our church. I want to tell you about the Holy Ghost of God and how good it is. Amen, brother. God is speaking today. Yeah. He's saying, "Pray." Seek my face. Turn from your wicked ways. Amen. Let me right here. And we're going to close. And turn from their wicked ways then. Then. Then and then only. Okay. Not before we humble ourselves. Not before we come with a contrite spirit. Amen. Not before we ask. Not before we pray. But then. When we turn from our wicked ways. What's he say? Then will I hear from heaven. Ooh. Amen. Then will I hear from heaven. And will forgive their sins. And will heal their land. You know what church? Proverbs talks about chapter 3. Talks about walking in divine favor. Do you know you can walk in divine favor seven days a week? 24 hours a day. Amen. Every day you can get up and walk in divine favor if you would just truly trust and believe in our Lord and Savior. And seek his face. God knows your heart. God knows your life. God knows everything about you. And listen, the Holy Ghost of God is here. And he's speaking to individuals. Every head bowed and every eye closed just for a moment. Just for a moment. No one at all looking, please. Just for a moment. Every head bowed and every eye closed. I want you to search your heart. Let the Holy Spirit deal with you right now. Let it speak to you. Maybe you say, Preacher, I've been saved. I got saved a long time ago when I was a child, maybe. Or I've been saved. I know I'm saved. I know I've truly been washed in the blood. But, Pastor, I'm not living the way I should live. I'm not walking and talking with the Lord. I'm not praying the way I should pray. I hadn't been humbling myself. God says today is the day. Right now is the time. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Amen. Maybe you're here and you say, Preacher, I've never been washed in the blood. I'm sitting here right now and I feel the Holy Ghost speaking to me saying you need to cry out to me. You need to call on my name. I want you to listen to the Spirit of God. Maybe you're sitting there and your heart has been broken in two. You're sitting here with a broken heart and without joy in your life. Miss Becky just said a while ago, every one of us should be so happy. Every one of us, if we are truly saved, washed in the blood of Jesus, we should be filled with joy. Paul said, I think myself happy sitting behind the bars in the jail cell when he said it. I think myself happy. God knows your heart. He knows everything about you. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray right now. Thank you, Lord, for this scripture. Thank you, Lord, for this service. Thank you, Lord, for these folks that come today. I just pray, dear Heavenly Father, have your will in your way. Dear Lord Jesus, as they stand, as they sing, dear God, I pray right now, God, anoint this service and touch every heart and every life that's here. I pray, God, if there's any lost, save their soul. If there's any drawn cold and indifferent, backslid on you, I pray that they'll come home today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Everybody stand, please. Everybody stand. You come. You come. Amen. As they sing, you come.